Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Today's episode of the Believe in Steelers podcast is brought to you by betonline.ag. Super Bowl 55 is right around the corner. Chiefs, Buccaneers in Super Bowl 55 at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida. Ike, Bet Online is the place to go if you want to place a wager on the big game. Regardless on what sport it is, you can always go to Bet Online 24 7, 365, whatever, whenever, however, whatever you're doing, you can stop and bet online. Game spreads and totals, team player and coaching props. Bet online is the place to be. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. And support for today's Believe in Steelers podcast is also brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-belt waist grooming. Ike, Manscaped is fantastic. They sent me a kit, and I've been really happy with it. And it's really important to have proper hygiene and Manscaped has hooked me up. I'm really happy with what they've sent. Hey ladies, if you want to give your guy a treat and keep him neat, make sure you go and get him some Manscaped tools and everything will be groomed out. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Steelers at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code Steelers. All right, cue the music. It's time to start the show. Welcome to the Believe in Steelers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mark Bergen, joined as always by my guy, number 24, two-time Super Bowl champion and 12-year veteran of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ike Taylor. IT, the Super Bowl 55 matchup is set. You've got Chiefs against the Buccaneers. But I was really excited to talk to you today. I want to start out, I usually ask what your first takeaway is, but I want to go back to the NFC Championship game, end of the first half situation, and the Buccaneers get a late touchdown at the end of the first half. And I thought, who better to talk to than you as a DB in that situation of what happened on that play? So I just wanted to get your thoughts on that to start out today's show. That was the game winner. You know, that, that set the tone. Um, not only for the Buccaneers, but it set back the Green Bay Packers because now you might be looking at three. I, I I thought the Tampa Bay Bucks was looking at three, worst case scenario, but they wind up getting seven. And if you just look at the times before, they watched the history of Kevin King and him coming off an injury, him not able to be consistent throughout the playoffs, and that's exactly where they went. They got in the formation where – it was a bunch formation, meaning the receivers are lined up close to the end man of the line of scrimmage. And they knew Miller, if he had a shot, if he can just get behind Kevin, because Kevin, you know, and I like Kevin from Washington State. I've been watching Kevin since he was in college. But uh, like Coach LeBeau said, your eyes can be your best friend or your worst enemy. And for Kevin, the only thing that's been getting him in trouble is his eyes. And his eyes got him in trouble a lot that game. But that touchdown before half pretty much set the mark 
for the Tampa Bay Bucks, and it threw and it set back the Green Bay Packers in that game. For any of the Steelers fans listening, I do want to make mention before we get too into Championship Sunday breakdown, we are going to discuss the Steelers bringing in Dwayne Haskins and the possible mm-hmm. retirement of Marquise Pouncey towards the end of the episode. So if you want to go and skip ahead and listen, go ahead and do that. We're going to break down the championship games from Sunday first, though. But I, I texted you during that play right before the half to put the Packers up 21 to 10. And I was like, this might determine the outcome of the game that Scotty Miller, a guy who's been an unsung hero for this Buccaneers team, a guy who is a burner in that situation with no timeouts for the Buccaneers, we're going to get into Coach Matt LaFleur's decision to kick the field goal down eight late in the fourth quarter and not to give Aaron Rodgers one more chance on fourth down. Rodgers and the Packers offense never got the ball back during the NFC Championship game, and we can scrutinize that decision. But if Scotty Miller doesn't score the touchdown late at the end of the first half, I thought that play was just as critical in Sunday's matchup between the Packers and Buccaneers. Yeah, it was fourth and eight, though. So you're on the eight-yard line. So for a head coach, yeah, I'm kicking a field goal. And the reason why I'm kicking a field goal, man, I didn't gave my, my Hall of Fame quarterback three tries. He wanted to pass it. I gave him three passing tries. So now you're just looking at a whole different scenario. You wind up getting you wind up not making it fourth and eight. Now you have no points on the board. So you never know towards the end of the game what the turnout could be. Already you're looking at it like Tom Brady do three picks. If they keep throwing the ball, I like our eyes on defense on getting a pick for Tom Brady. So I'm just trying to think like a head coach, like he looking at, I gave my guy three chances. We didn't, I, I want to put some kind of points on the board, which is three Tom Brady didn't do three picks. We could get four, give my guys an extra shot on the field. That's how LaFleur is looking at it. And you look at it on one of them, on one of them plays, I thought Aaron Rodgers could have ran that thing in. So it's like, he was so stuck on passing, 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 passing. AR, don't forget, bro, you athletic. You can still you can still run the ball. So that and that's and that's how Matt LaFleur is looking at it. Like that's the one we missed. Out of all the passing plays that he's thrown, it was the one running play that he could have ran in to score the touchdown and he didn't. So if I'm Matt LaFleur, I'm like, man, at least I'm coming up with something and not nothing. Yeah, people are gonna be mad at me, but I'm also looking on the defensive side. Well, my defense didn't pick Tom Brady off three times already, so you never know. I think it was the wrong decision, Ike, but to piggyback off what you're saying, on the ensuing kickoff, the Buccaneers had their hands team out there because they weren't sure whether the Packers were going to try some sort of onside kick, some sort of pop-up, squib kick, something along those lines. And the Buccaneers' return man returned the ball and slid down before the two-minute warning. So you had your three timeouts and you had the two-minute warning from the Packers' defensive standpoint, but Tom Brady and the Buccaneers able to put away on the ensuing drive. I just think that if Rodgers truly is the MVP, and he said after the game it wasn't his decision in terms of deciding to kick the field goal on fourth down, you're that far along in a field goal, you still have to score a touchdown even to win down five in that scenario. I think it was the wrong decision, and I know we always want the head coach to be aggressors, but I, I really think it was the wrong decision to kick the field goal in that scenario. He says a head coach, he can never be right, because if they go for it on fourth and eight and they don't make it, now what we're talking about. So that's how Matt LaFleur looking at Like, it, it, whatever I do, y'all going to pick on – y'all going to say something about me regardless of my decision-making. It would have been a but pretty similar situation in, in the sense that, say the Packers don't get it on fourth and eight – Tampa Bay has it deep 
in its own territory, maybe you can then turn Tom Brady over as you would after kicking the field goal. They had pretty similar field position if the Packers wouldn't have converted on fourth down. I know it's really easy to say hindsight 2020 Monday morning quarterback, but truly in the moment in my gut, I'm like, this is not the decision. This is not the correct decision to make. It's just not. When I'm going against time. So we get it on fourth and eight. We don't have that much time on the clock and Mm -hmm. we have no points. Mm -hmm. Two ain't no telling what Tom Brady going to do. So it's like, okay, Mark, I go for it on fourth and eight. I don't make it. You're going to say, you're going to say, but you hoping and wishing that my defense stops Tom Brady in the passing and running game with no points. So now, now I'm in double trouble. So I'd rather have points going on half four timeouts because he slid before the two minute warning. So technically that's four timeouts. And I'm going to see what my team, now I got a shorter field to play on. So now you want me to play on the longer field, regardless on what the offense. So now I'm on borrowed time towards what the Tampa Bay offense does if we go for it on fourth and eight and we don't make it. The one thing I don't like about AR is we all know that was your coaching decision. So why are you going to throw Coach Matt LaFleur under the bus and just go on and say it? Now, nobody said when you was throwing the picks. Nobody said, man, you should have ran the ball. So you had three times. You had three times on first and third. You got two times you could have passed. And one, you should have ran it in. Nobody's never talking about that. But AR, this is what you do, though. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't speak for others when you want to talk about uncertainty on at your position. And that's that's the only thing I don't I, I don't like what AR did. AR, I thought, threw his coach under the bus instead of just keeping his mouth closed on it. And second, don't talk about others and you think their future may hold on a package roster because you're not the GM and you're not the head coach. You know what I'm saying? So that's the only two parts I didn't like about it. But as far as like playing the game, AR did a good job playing the game. Um, but you, I mean, they had three picks and now the three picks, they got nine points total. That's not going to cut it against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Tampa Bay Bucks off a turnover, they got 14 points. And that's what wins you the ball game, regardless on how bad Tom Brady played with the three picks. He did enough in the first half to get back and let him just follow through in the second half. Um, and after that, the, the Green Bay Packers just had to play catch-up. They just ran out of time. Difference between two, the two leaders. You got you got Tula Famous. You got Aaron Rodgers, who was Patrick Mahomes. His leadership part, like, do guys really play for him? You know, do, do he set the tone in the organization? Is he more of a me guy than a we guy? And when you look at a Patrick Mahomes, it's more of a we when you look at a Tom Brady, it's more of a we. I'm with you in the sense that I think as more time goes on, Rodgers will think to himself, what more could I have done to win the football game? And I think great leaders think in that regard, instead of wanting to point the finger, instead of wanting to point blame to figure out how could I have done something more to make it work? And that's a question he's going to have to ask himself all offseason because intercepting Tom Brady three times, like your spot on there, you've got to produce more points after turning the football over and working with the shortened field. When Aaron Rodgers is that good, when you're the GOAT and when you're that good, everybody looks up to you. Everybody, from the cafeteria worker 
to your teammates. Everybody looks up to you. And that's and you gotta care. They gotta see. They gotta feel that. You know what I'm saying? Like all you hear about Patrick Mahomes and, and Tom Brady is they treat the janitor just as well as the CEO. And we're not even gonna talk about the teammates, how cool they treat the teammates. You know what I'm saying? I haven't had it's been too much in and out and back and forth with Aaron Rodgers, depending on who you ask. You know what I'm saying? Even Julian Edelman just tweeted, and he ain't even playing with the man no more. So when you got former teammates that's just giving you shots out, like, that's the GOAT. Like, when Malcolm Butler got the interception, but Tom Brady was the MVP, what Tom Brady did, he gave the truck to Malcolm Butler. Now, Malcolm, I did what I had to do, but you sealed the deal. Like, it's the it's small things you look – when you're the GOAT, but you do you – do, you do – Detailed things like that, Mark. Man, I'm going. Listen here, I'm going out for TB TB12. TB12. I'm doing whatever I need to do for TB12, man. Because this is how the man truly is. They they say <laughs> it's an old saying, man. When you when you make money, it really shows who you really are. When you get a lot of money, it shows your true character. Patrick Mahomes just did a 500 piece. Ain't no telling how much time Brady. All of them, both of them got the same story when you want to talk about their teammates and how unselfish they are. I haven't heard Patrick Mahomes throw his coach under the bus or teammates. I haven't heard Tom Brady throw his coach under the bus or his teammates. All I've heard is this is how, when they walk in the building and how they treat, and I think Devin White, for the Shaq Barrett, yeah, doing a post-game interview, he said, man, Tom Brady knows everybody from the starter to the 53rd guy. He treats all of us the same. Not only does he demand a lot from all of us, he demands more from himself. That's why he's so easy to play with and to play for, because we know we have a chance when it comes down to Tom Brady. That's the only question I have about Aaron Rodgers. I read something about something Brady told Devin White and that Devin White was frustrated that he was a Pro Bowl snub and he led Tampa Bay Buccaneers in tackles, a team that had or allowed the fewest rushing yards of any defense in the NFL. And Brady, and I'm paraphrasing here, said something along the lines of, D, you know, you want to go after that, that Pro Bowl aspiration individually. We're trying to win a Super Bowl here. We're going after a different kind of bowl. And that just shows you the mindset of Tom Brady. And I said this before, and this is the analogy I'm going to use. He's doing his best Benjamin Button impersonation because at 43 years old, I, I certainly didn't think that they had any chance to even make the Super Bowl, winning three consecutive road games to get there and to do so and completely change the culture of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, an organization that hasn't made the playoffs since the 2007 season. And a lot can be said on what Brady brings to the table in terms of the culture change, which is something that you've been on since day one, since day one when he landed in Tampa. And I'll be honest, that's something I got completely wrong. I'll be fully transparent about that. That was something that I did not understand. And even at 43, you can't count this guy out. You just can't. Another thing I'll get, give a shout out to Coach Bruce Aarons. He got three of my former teammates on his coaching staff. Byron Leftwich, Larry Foote, Antoine Randall L. Antoine Randall L, Super Bowl, 
Larry Foot Super Bowl, Von Left with Super Bowl. So when you got guys who in there done that, it's a different kind of communication as a coach to the players. And now you bring in the GOAT, it's all the way different. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's more of a, y'all just get me to, and I'm talking like Tom Brady, y'all get me to the playoffs. Y'all get me to the playoffs, I don't give a, I don't give a whether it's at home or we're on the road. Y'all boys get me to the playoffs, I'll get from here. Just get me to the playoffs. But he's done so much over the course of 16 weeks on being unselfish, on talking to his defensive players. I don't think quarterbacks understand. When you talk to your defensive players, it's an extra boost for us. When you come over to the sideline and you like, bro, give me one more shot. If y'all can give me a three and out and give me one more shot, I got y'all. It's like, are you effing with us? Yeah, I'm effing with y'all. Hey, bro, you just heard what Tom said. <laughs> Let's go get this man a three and out so we can go out on winning the ball game. When quarterbacks start to figure out, and you can, you saw the enthusiasm between Patrick Mahomes and when his defense was getting into it with the Buffalo Bills offense. Yeah, he did the right thing. Getting off the sideline, telling his teammates, back the hell up. We need y'all for the Super Bowl. We don't need nobody suspended. But at the same time, once he got back to the sideline, this our house. I don't know what the hell they talking about. Let my defense rock. <laughs> and as a defender, you like, <laughs> you like, man, I'm about, to, I'm about to stand in front of train for this dude. That's how you feel. That's the impact quarterbacks got to understand when they embrace their defense. Ike, I'm going to give you a fact that will probably blow your mind. But before I do, we're going to take a quick break to tell you about Kansas City Stakes. With the new year comes tons of new big games in sports. And with big games, you need big stakes. Kansas City Stakes has all the cuts you crave to celebrate the playoffs and the big game. If you and KC, there is no need for AC. Just stake me. Kansas City stakes all day in America. I love it. Say it, one, it, say it one more time. Go ahead. If you and KC, which you don't need no AC, just stake me. Won't y'all go to see Kansas City stakes? Visit KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and save up to $25 on combos. Perfect for game day. Plus, get free shipping with the code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V at checkout. They've got the snack pack combo, Ike. Mini beef Wellington steak burger sliders, mac and cheese melts, shrimp wrapped in bacon. Again, go to KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V at checkout for free shipping. I, yes, I saw this stat about Tom Brady. He, his first Super Bowl championship in 2002, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, the two quarterbacks in the AFC championship game, were in kindergarten. So that's how long Tom Brady has been doing this at a high level in Super Bowl number 10, seeing if he can go for Super Bowl title number seven. Right. When I heard that, that just put this all into perspective for me about how long 
he's been doing this for and how dominant he's been. Greatest of all time, I think that's settled in football, and he's got to be up there with Jordan, with the all-time greats, Muhammad Ali, Babe Ruth, whoever the best of the best is in team sports, he is up there. And even just going to the Super Bowl at age 43, again, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen were in kindergarten during Tom Brady's first Super Bowl win. Just incredible. They say as, as athletes, your body is your best investment. And obviously, to be at 43 years old, still playing at a high level, still going to Super Bowls, he's invested a lot in his body. The same way they say about LeBron James. Investing a lot of money in his body. So if I'm investing $2 million, but my return is $70 million, I'm doing damn good. You know what I'm saying? If, if I'm investing a million dollars, but my return is $40 million, I think I'm doing pretty good. So, I mean, just, just, as every, just as everyday people, you go to doctors and the doctors don't say you need to gain weight when you get a certain age or you have a certain immune deficiency or you just need to, to make your diet right. They say you need to lose weight. And all that starts off how you treat and what you put in your body. So for a professional athlete, you got to take it a step further. So it's the massages, it's the acupuncture, it's the getting rest, it's the leaving alcohol alone, it's the drinking water, it's the whether you want to go vegan, whether you want to go meat, whether you want to go pescatarian, whatever you want to do, you understand at that level to be in the league 20, 20 years and still play at a high level you understand how important your body is. For LeBron James, what is this, 18 for him? I think it's 18 for LeBron. You understand, because high school, you understand at your 18th year. And I'm not saying he was playing at a level he was playing with six years ago, at six years ago. But all I'm saying, you understand how important your body is as a professional athlete. So the investment is far greater right now so more than a return you're going to get the return off of what you invest in your body is same way as typical everyday people mark you do this all the time you like to get up and you like to run you know what i'm saying you like to get up by dawn by dawn you like to be done by eight o'clock eight thirty but you understand that's that's your uh, that's your safe haven that's what gets your day started like if I, if I don't get this workout in man i don't know what kind of person i'm gonna be but little do you know, man, that workout, <laughs> that workout says everything for your mindset, regardless of what the weather is. Like you, you go from you go from KC, I've seen you in Chicago to Florida, and you rarely miss a workout, regardless of what city you're in. And the two cities I just named, especially Chicago, man, the weather is not granted for outside people unless it's the summertime. You know, so for you to have that mindset says a lot about you. It's it's no excuse making. No excuse making. Because usually when the cold comes around, people come up with a lot of excuses. <laughs> a lot of excuses. But at the same time, man, when you go to the doctor, you know, and your health ain't right, they, they want to tell you either do or stay active or control or change what you eat. For Tom Brady and LeBron James, they didn't take you to a whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? It's just incredible. And I can't believe I counted him out yet again. On the flip side of things, I think that the Buccaneers are going to have a tall task trying to stop this Chiefs offense. Now, the Chiefs offense might be without Eric Fisher. 
Starting left tackle went down with an Achilles injury. We'll see if that impacts the Chiefs headed into Super Bowl 55. The Chiefs are somewhere between a three, three and a half point favorite. I know I've been a broken record all year long, and I know the Chiefs had several games before yesterday's AFC Championship win that they had won by single score. But to me, the Chiefs offense has been so potent. I honestly think it honestly serves as a great defense as well. So I'm picking the Chiefs to cover in Super Bowl 55 in that matchup, something I can't wait to see. But who knows, by the time next week rolls around, we might know a little bit more about some of the injuries to both sides. The Buccaneers play without Antonio Brown, your former teammate, Ike. So we'll see who's healthy headed into Super Bowl 55 at Raymond James Stadium. And I do think that playing at home, even though there's only going to be some 22,000 fans there that that certainly does help the Buccaneers as well, because you don't have to travel somewhere where you're not accustomed to being, you can go back home and kind of have some of the same routine. You can work out at the facility and have all the conveniences that you have playing at your home stadium. But I think we've got a great matchup, the goat against his heir apparent and maybe his hair apparent as well. Cause I know Patrick Mahomes has been doing several of those uh, shampoo ads on TV as well. To be honest with you, it's hard to go against the two. It's hard to go against Patrick Mahomes, and it's hard to go against Tom Brady. But, and it's crazy. I want to throw this out here. Le'Veon Bell is going to a Super Bowl. Antonio Brown is going to a Super Bowl. What would Pittsburgh would have been like if they had the both? <laughs> okay, that's that's neither here or there. I, I get it. Tom Brady is just a little bit different, bro. If you look on the defensive side, if you look at Whitehead, the safety for the Bucks, he probably come back. They got two weeks to get him healthy. If you look at Winfield Jr., the safety for the Bucks, he probably come back. They get him back healthy. They facing two 1990s hard hitting safeties. As a receiver, you play a finesse safety. You're like, yeah, he might smack me, but I can shake that off. When you playing Whitehead and Winfield, you're like, damn, that's two linebackers playing safety back there. Not too many times I'm going to go across and get hit by a linebacker. But, man, you got two of them sitting in the back end that hit like linebackers. So when I see that part, KC is more cornerback-driven than safety-driven, other than Tyron mm-hmm. Matthew. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. other than Honey Badger, they got three corners – they got three corners that can that can lock your butt up. So you noticed that yesterday, too, in the AFC Championship game. I thought that the Bills receivers just couldn't quite get the separation that they were probably normally accustomed to. That's something I definitely noticed yesterday because you, Allen was scrambling around in the pocket to try to create more time to give his receivers more time to get open. The reason why Spags like tall corners, the trajectory of the ball – got to be different. And when you got a smaller guy like Diggs, you know what I'm saying? When, when you got a smaller guy like Brown, you know what I'm saying? They, they don't really have a tall receiver. But when you have tall corners who are over six feet, the ball got the placement of the ball got to be a little bit different, bro. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I do like about the Kansas City Chiefs in their cornerback position. It's just that front foe, and I'm just talking about four. I didn't see KC, KC had to bring five sometimes to get to Josh Allen. Tampa Bay Bucks, 
all them boys going to do, they're going, they're going to uh <laughs> they're going to Kansas City Stakes and they're asking for the four piece. <laughs> they pulling up and they're asking for the four piece. Let me get four filet mignons. We don't need five to fill our tummy. Give me four filet mignons and we're gonna get to the quarterback. That's the difference I see with between KC and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Tampa Bay don't need to bring bring five. They can just bring four. It depends on, and we ain't even gonna talk about the tight end position. And for the tight end position, I'm not talking about a Travis Kelsey tight end position. I'm talking about a blocking tight end position, which is Kansas City weaknesses on the edges. So now you got a Rob Gronkowski and a, a break at the same time. They're lucky OJ Howard got hurt. So you now we can go in a two tight, two wide receiver. Man, they can do whatever they want to, to be honest with you. And don't be don't be surprised if they if they do that. You'll be proud of me, Ike. I noticed that Shaq Barrett, the Bucks' best pass rusher, lines up over the right tackle constantly in the face of right-handed quarterbacks. So something you taught me, Ike, that a lot of the star pass rushers in this league aren't lined up on the blind side against the left tackle anymore, but against the right tackle. That's not to take away from Jason Pierre-Paul, who's a great player in his own right. But, Ike, it sounds like you're going to take the Buccaneers unless you want a week to think about it and to mull things over. But it sounds like you're leaning towards picking the Bucs in Super Bowl 55. I don't want to put words in, the, in your mouth, but who you got? I don't need no week. I don't need no week. I'm going right now, baby. I'm going right now. I'm going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right. I'm going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going with Tom Brady. And I'm going with the Tampa Bay defense. Not to take nothing away from Kansas City defense. I'm rocking with Tom. I'm rocking with Tom. I can't wait because that'll be a rematch from when the two teams played in the regular season. Ike, really quickly, as we start to wrap up here on the Believe in Steelers podcast, we teased it off the top. Steelers signed Dwayne Haskins to a one-year deal. And initially, I wasn't a fan of the deal, but the more I thought about it, it makes sense. Big Ben's on the last year of his contract. Mason Rudolph on the last year of his contract. You get a one-year flyer on Haskins to see, could he be Big Ben's successor? Probably not. But you get a guy who is a first-round draft pick who's entering his third season as a player. He had two different head coaches in Washington. So you take a flyer on him. And you do that because in this offseason, Steelers have a lot of other upgrades and decisions that they need to make with players who are free agents on their team. $34 million over the cap limit. So they don't have a lot of money to spend to go out and get a guy in free agency. You only have so many draft picks in the NFL draft. I think this was actually a pretty savvy move and we'll see if maybe a change in scenery can do Haskins some good. Man, look at Drew Brees. Drew Brees changed his scenery with the right coach and he passed 80,000 yards over the course of his career. You know what I'm saying? Like, what we talking about? For the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's like this. We got us to steal without having paid money for it. We got us the first round. We got we got another first round quarterback in Haskins. The offensive coordinator that we will bring in, Haskins gonna learn just just like everybody else on how to play and what we're looking for in this offense. Two. Three, if somebody wants to come for Haskins, they gotta give up a first or a second. Because Pittsburgh now on the rights. Kevin Colbert is a slick son of a gun. Slick son of a gun. Slick son of a gun. So when you look at it in that aspect, it's like, why are you signing the Haskins? 
and you, you mentioned it, him going to a new scenery might help. It's just like with anything else, him just going to the same same thing he did with Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden went from Cleveland to Pittsburgh. Man, he didn't found new life. Like Minka Fitzpatrick went from Miami to Pittsburgh. Man, he didn't found new life. He went from a pro bowler to then found new life. So, and that's how they could be looking at it with Haskins. But it's like, man, he had a first round evaluation grade. They let him go. Let's scoop him. That saves us a lot more money, or he can be our future quarterback, depending on how fast in the system. That's easy. Kevin Cope, he's a slick son of a gun. He knows exactly what he's doing, but he, he, he ain't thinking. Kevin thinking about draft picks. Like, if y'all want to come get him, this is what y'all got to give up. So we'll see if it works out for the Steelers. To me, it's a low-risk, potentially high-reward move. Yes. Because if he doesn't yes. work out, you can start fresh next offseason when all of their contracts expire. So we'll see what happens there. Ike, Marquise Pouncey has been in and out of the news. Do you have any inside scoop there on terms of if this is the end for a guy who, in my opinion, is going to be a Hall of Fame center, a nine-time Pro Bowler, five-time All-Pro, 142 games started between the regular season and playoffs, and more than 6,700 snaps in the regular season. Do you have any inside scoop whether this is the end for him or not? No, I don't. But if I'm Marquise, I, I would tell Keith this. If you straddle in the fence, leave. Leave. If you got to straddle the fence on retiring or not, leave, bro. Because I didn't straddle the fence. I knew I was retired when I got beat by A.J. Green. A.J. Green beat me, and I wasn't upset about it. I told Coach T and Kevin Colbert. I told Coach T during the game. Kevin Colbert came down during halftime, and I told him we wound up having a a sit-down on a plane from Cincinnati to Pittsburgh, wound up having another meeting that Monday. I gave them my options. They gave me their options, and we both settled like that. But if you're straddling the fence, you ain't 100% in. You know what I'm saying? Like you, when you went, and I get emotion sometimes take a part of your decision-making, you know, but this ain't... Uh, this ain't MMA. This ain't boxing where guys can leave and, and come back. Some guys can do it. I'm just saying from a mental standpoint, you know, if you're striving to go on, let it go. You, 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 made, you made enough money. You got in mind what you want to do after football. You got time to sit and nothing has to be quick. Let that thing go, bro. Let it go. That's, that's what I would tell Keith. Let it go, bro. Don't, don't, even, don't even fight it. Don't even fight it. You're a Hall, you're a Hall of Fame center. Hall of Fame center. There is nothing more other than getting a Super Bowl. There is nothing more that you need to do. Yeah, he's a Hall of Fame center, in my opinion. We've got to get Alan Fanica in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, too. He should have been. He should have been. They cheated. They cheated. They cheated red. Yeah, yeah. And they've been cheating him for the past three years. So both of them will be due in when their time comes. And I know Fanica is up for consideration right now. Before Super Bowl 55 too, I've got one more request, Ike. They've got a consult friend of the show and a guy who I know you've done a lot of podcasts and show with, Dave Damashek, the uniformant, on making sure the color scheme between two teams that wear red is right. And it's funny because last season, you've got Chiefs 49ers, the first time two teams that wear red were in the Super Bowl. And it was the first time in Super Bowl history that had happened. And now you've got 
back-to-back years of two teams that wear red. I don't want to be overwhelmed. Consult Damashek on which uniforms the team should wear because he is the uniform, a guru on what is aesthetically pleasing to the eye. Shaq a little bit different, man. Like, Shaq be thinking about stuff people really don't be thinking about. Like, I ain't got time for Shaq. Shaq, like, Shaq, like, one of them people, like, he sit outside on his back, get his binoculars, and just look at the stars, and he can tell you how many in the sky, which one is moving, and how fast. Like, Shaq, bro, like, come on, Shaq, man. We talking about color coordinates? Yeah, Ike, we're talking about color coordinates. So... <laughs> Shaq, Shaq always been that. He's always been that kind of guy. That's that's really that's what makes Shaq Shaq. So get Shaq on the show and ask him his thoughts on the color coordinations and who he thinks will win the Super Bowl. One hundred percent, Ike. You've got a new cigar line coming out. Uh, tell the listeners about yes. that before we sign off here. Yeah, one of a kind. Cigar line is coming out on Friday, to be exact. I will give y'all all the information before Friday on my IG, but they're good smokes. These not your typical athletes who just put a name behind a cigar and it'd be some BS. This is a real live 90 day age cigar. And that's just the age part. We're not talking about the process to go with the age part. So technically we might be talking about five and a half to six months. So I will give y'all my cigar line, uh, one of a kind cigar line, smokes are good. Um, I've been giving them to a lot of my old heads who really smoke cigars, you know, and they they A plus me, A plus me, A plus me, A plus me. So that's good to know. So one of a kind, one of a kind cigar line uh, will, will be coming out Friday. So stay tuned. As always, we'll put Ike's social media information in the show notes so you can reach out to him there if you have questions about that. But Ike, we're going to appreciate you, appreciate the Bleed Podcast Network and all of our sponsors. So we had Bet Online, Manscaped, Just Live, and Kansas City Stakes. So appreciate all of them. And to the listeners, too, we're going to continue on headed into Super Bowl 55 at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida. I can't wait for this matchup, and there's going to be a lot to talk about between now and the big game. I love to just live because what's going on, man, during the pandemic and just everything for the last, you know, 12 to 18 months, you really just got to, you, you got to just live, you know, you got to live life. You got to live happy. You got to do whatever, make it happy. You got to simplify. You have to simplify and understand family is everything. So just live. want to appreciate y'all. Manscaped, ladies, or just guys in general, man, if you want everything groomed and looking neat, make sure y'all follow and go to Manscaped. Bet online. Anytime y'all want to bet something or anything, you know, 24-7, 365, man, bet online, AG. So make sure y'all check them out. If you're in KC, there's no need for no AC because it's cold as heck. So the heater will always be working. Make sure you stake me. So go check out KansasCitySteaks.com. Want to give a shout out to Believe Podcast. Want to give it to my dog, Mark Bergen. Want to give a shout out to all of the viewers and everybody who be rating and tuning in and listening to us. Appreciate y'all. Check me out Friday. You know, one of a kind cigar line is coming out. So if y'all don't smoke, man, please keep that in the box and be like, man, I got, I couldn't get a jersey, but I got a damn cigar. So I want to appreciate y'all for doing that. Thanks for everybody listening, tuning in. I'm going to let Mark close it out and I'll finish off with the piece. All right, Taylor, I'm Mark Bergen. Thank you for listening to the Believe in Steelers podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast. Take care. So long, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Peace.
for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.